afternoon! Oh, excuse me. What a time to have to burp. Last possible second. Good afternoon! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. That's not what I wanted. That's more like it. Thursday, November the 9th, 2023. It's another Technical Podcast. Glad you could join us today. As always, got another great show lined up for you today. Actual news this week, unlike last week where we were struggle bussing to get a podcast together, but we made it happen. The magic happened. Now we actually have a couple of reasonably large things to talk about this week. And even, dare I say... At least one thing in here that Mr. Black will give a fuck about. At least one. We might even have two. Mm. Mm. Hitting all-time highs. Mr. Black. But, uh, yes, once again, thank you very much. If you're joining us live, welcome. It's your first time. Go fuck yourself. But welcome. Hope you enjoy your stay. Uh, if you listen to us on the RSS feeds, make sure that uh, you, uh, you, you rate us. Is that even a thing anymore? Can you even do that anymore these days? I do... I don't even know. It's not even, like you used to be able to remember back in the day you could actually like see ratings of things so that you could de- you know, determine whether or not people gave a shit and now it's just like it's like getting harder and harder for that to happen. It's difficult out here in the streets. I still love that you can like use the extension for YouTube where you can like re-enable the dislike button and then you can just see you can just see all of the like the corporate you know ass videos are trying to like cover up the dislikes for <laughs> it's like it's like a 90 to 1 ratio of dislikes to likes anyway i digress as mr black would say before we get started most important question of the week mr black how's your week shit shit week this week my hvac system went on my house <laughs> yes that happened so yeah. you know uh that was something Unfun. Yes. So. Other than that. $20,000 later. Uh, <laughs> and I got to wait until next week. Uh, they're they're going to come in and, and install everything and fucking remove the old one and all that next Thursday. So I got a little space heater here behind me. Mm. And uh, yeah, just chilling, man. So it's it's just been it's just been it's been a week. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that like all the equipment in your room doesn't heat that room up enough with the door closed to even like necessitate a space heater in that room. No, I'm it's, surprised. I mean, it, it gets warm, but it still gets cold. I mean, I'm still in the basement, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. This I definitely, I definitely never, ever need to worry about being cold down here. Pretty much ever. Uh, I was just, I was just saying, I, I don't ever need to be worried about being cold down here. This, this room, close that door. Airtight. Air ain't nothing mm. getting in, nothing getting out. And uh, if I have the computers running, it only takes a little time. And then all of a sudden, room's hotter than Hades. Uh, although in the very dead of winter, it gets, obviously it gets a little colder. Cause then it's like 15 below zero outside. Yeah. You're in the basement. It's going to get cold, but Typically speaking, not so bad. Uh, how's StarCraft been this week? I've been in and out, been popping in and all out. All right, yeah? it's been all right. Yeah, it's it's a slow process, but getting there, getting there. <laughs> have you have you hit a bit of a wall now? Like, is the wall the wall real? I think you're oh, we're at I the end a of a season. Every two days, every two yeah. days, there's a new wall. So <laughs> I'm kind of breaking through one right now. So we'll see we'll see what happens here tomorrow, and then mm. then we'll go from there. I hear, uh, if, I, if I heard correctly, you know, I've had you on in the background while I've been trying to get my computer to, to run. And so if, if anything happens today, by the way, and I'll get to this in a second, 
Just know that it's my computer. Um, okay. but, yeah, but yeah, so uh, I heard uh, that, well, I know at one of your walls, although this has always been a wall, but more specifically right now more than ever because of how some of these PVPs play out, the mid-game seems like no man's land for you right now, where you, you technically know on paper what to do, but once the mid-game comes, it's just a it's complete tough. scramble. Yeah, It's tough. It's tough. The game has changed a lot since the last time I, I grinded the game. Just these patches and just things that have changed is just completely. I don't <laughs> want to say no, you've fruit. got no memory for anything anymore. It's all yeah, it's all it's new territory. Like, it's all new. Yeah, it's all new. Like it's the same, but it's different. Mm. And when you're when you're playing, you know, at high masters, mid masters, you're playing against a bunch of ladder heroes. You know, they they they've already got some shit figured out. They've already been going and uh, you just get punished. And I mean, you lose games from just this. I mean, dude, we cast our craft. So like, you know, like you lose games oh, yeah. off just fucking the smallest. You let one adapt in. You're dead. You, you yeah, it doesn't take anything. Through. You're dead. You're dead. So, uh, yeah, it's just been uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a couple of weeks of Starcraft. But true. Um, I would say overall, I am enjoying it overall. I have. I usually have about a two hour period every day if I'm if I'm doing a nine, ten hour session where I just rage and bitch <laughs> for a good two hours. And then I usually come out of it. So see what happens. It's the way the way she goes. Well, that's good. That's good. Other than the HVAC, that's good. Um yeah, my week was mostly fine. It wasn't particularly exciting for the last three days because uh um I'm uh I'm treating myself to a uh, a one purchase for for a, a business expense this year one because mm. I didn't have money for anything else so I have one I figure if I don't have one I might be in trouble so I should probably have at least one on paper so um uh I decided that I mean I really don't need anything is the problem so the one thing I could think of was my graphics card because mine is now six years old and so she's getting a little long in the tooth. Uh, and has been treated, you know, been treating me well, but, uh, getting a little long, uh, in the tooth for content creation purposes. And so, uh, for the games I play, if I was playing, you know, if you're playing like Valorant or shit, like a lot of content creators, like you could run that shit on a toaster. You need fucking dick all. Uh, but otherwise it gets, you know, it's getting, games are getting fucking top heavy these days. It's, it's wild. I'm scared for GTA six. I don't know what the fuck that we're, we're going to talk about that too, but yeah, it's definitely getting getting a little wild out here. So I was like, all right, well, that'll be the thing. I researched a bunch, and graphic card prices in this country have always been bad. But right now, probably the worst they've ever been. I can't think of a time where it's ever been worse. Uh, they're bad in the States, which means they're like orders of magnitude worse here because of the, you know, dollar difference and tariffs and everything else that, you know, change the price before it, it hits Canadian stores. And so it, it, it's really fucking bad. So I looked into it. I ended up with a, uh, AMD's one of AMD's cards. They're 7,900 XTX. And I went through the usual process, cleaned the drivers out of the old one, obviously, especially since I'm changing brands from NVIDIA to AMD. Uh, that's a, you know, it's different than just plugging like a new NVIDIA card in. And, uh, and just hit a bunch of fucking bullshit is the short, the short story bullshit. Um, AMD bullshit, which when you buy AMD, you know, you're saving hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, but you have to know what you're doing 
to get it to work. You take this call, by the way. Yeah, Just keep yeah, going. yeah. Go ahead. You need to know what you you need to know what you're doing uh, for everything you know to actually work smoothly. Once in a blue moon, somebody will build like an AMD system and it works flawlessly right out of the gate. But it's so fucking finicky. Is since Jeff's taking this call, I'll be a little bit more verbose about it. So like you know, you could be something like, oh, the RAM, the RAM wasn't on uh, the the um, uh, the qualified list. Uh, for the motherboard, which for like Intel systems, like I've, nobody's ever had to think about that fucking ever. The AMD, if it's not there, you're just asking for shit. Or if uh, if it's not in a very specific fucking PCIe slot for the graphics card, then it can be a fucking problem. Or if it's not, a, you know, their drivers are, are always a bit dodgy, especially on uh, on newer cards. And sometimes, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just on a game to game basis. And uh, and a processor's fucking power draw, and sometimes, like, the card wants to idle at, like, a hundred fucking watts, even though they're not, you know, it's not doing anything. So anyway, it, it was a, it was an experience. Um, I did everything that I, I, I knew, and even some things I didn't know until I researched it to get it to work, uh, fluidly. It's not that it wasn't working from the sense that the computer wasn't turning on, or there was blue screens, or shit like that it was just uh there was a lot of of stutter and the frame timing on on in games where it shouldn't have any issues was terrible like it was the frame timing was spiking up to like 1500 to 2000 milliseconds which is one and a half to two seconds which means the game was just freezing for one and a half to two seconds um at uh, at a time and at no specific interval or anything like that uh just was happening and so i uh I fought that for a long time, and eventually got to the point. The positive side is that my computer has never had this less late or this little latency ever. I have eliminated every ounce of fucking latency this computer fucking has, so that's a positive. But on the other side, it took me three full days of mind-numbing, brain-melting bullshit uh, to get to where it is, and now it seems that I've got it figured out. It seems that most of the gremlins that are left are like a game game-to-game basis, and the way that I said this. Uh, I was mentioning this before uh, in my Discord when people were asking me how it was going when I finally figured it out. For those who've been around or messed with graphics cards with computers and stuff in the past, you've been doing this for long enough, you might remember that back in like 2015, 2016, 2017, uh, NVIDIA had a really big problem with uh, V-Sync in games. And uh, and if you didn't disable VSync in the game and then force it or force it through NVIDIA's control panel, you'd get horrible stutter and a bunch of other bullshit that came with it. And uh, this is very similar to that, as it turns out, uh, because once I forced the um, uh, VSync through NVIDIA's uh, or sorry AMD's control panel and turned it off in game, uh, most of pretty much the problems went away in the games that's having issues so if you have a, a an amd card out there right now and you're hitting, hitting some oddities that might be your solution uh so yeah anyway quite an experience uh i like the card it's uh it's running cool now for the most part despite how much wattage it, it pulls out of the fucking wall and uh if you're somebody like me and jeff is still gone so i'm just burning time here i know three people are excited to hear this kind of shit uh, if you're like me and you don't like having to use DLSS or frame generative stuff in order to hit smooth frame rates in games because you hate the ghosting or you hate the, the soft kind of effect that it ends up having in, uh, having in many games, uh, even with the more advanced versions that we have right now, you just want raw rasterization, which is a really fancy way of saying what we did for like decades before, which was just... 
raw processing. You, you're playing in 4K. You're not playing at 4K downscaled to 1440 and then upscaled with with you know some sort of AI algorithm off a secondary chip on a graphics card to bring it back up to 4K at better frame rates. You're just raw raster. And this card is really fucking good at that. Um, NVIDIA is plowing people with that 4080, which is the theoretically comparison point. And that's $300 more still, two to $300 more than the 7900 XDX. But it has 16 gigs of VRAM for a 4K card, which doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever, but here we are. So, um, yeah, I can recommend it for the most part. Uh, so far, I'll uh, let you guys know if anything blows up as time marches on, but uh, otherwise very good. I will say this, AMD's software, so you, if you have an NVIDIA card, you'll be very aware of the control panel. AMD's version of that, so they offload some of it to just let Windows display, uh, you know, deal with a lot of stuff that in, that uh, NVIDIA's control panel would, would do, or had the ability to if you wanted to. But it has a lot more stuff baked into it than NVIDIA's does on average. Uh, and uh, you get a lot, of, a lot of really nice metrics and stuff like that as well that can, that can go a long way. And in the instance of this, uh, this card, I've undervolted it, uh, volted it. So it's running, uh, it's running cooler. And in this, just under Jeff is still gone, so you're getting all your tech stuff up front. And in an interesting note, overclocking these days on graphics cards... At least with AMD, I'm I'm not sure if this is the same with NVIDIA. I haven't had a 40 series cards in my hand yet. Um, undervolting is essentially how you overclock, which sounds counterintuitive, but essentially what it is is that you're undervolting it, volting it, which means the, the graphics card will attempt to hit higher clock speeds before it will bring it back down because of heat. Uh, and so that's how you do it. You don't overclock it necessarily in the more traditional sense, although some people still attempt to do so. Uh, so anyway, very interesting process, great card, way cheaper than going, uh, the 4080, especially here in Canada. Uh, and just to wrap this topic up before I'll move on and just talk about something else until Jeff gets back, um, you know, uh, uh, in the States, things are bad for pricing. Like the 7900 is, is 7900 XTX is I think 799 or 899 in the States. It's 1300 here. And that's kind of rough by itself, but it's still reasonable when you consider the dollar difference and whatnot. The 4080, which is the comparison point, by and large, um, the 4080 in the States, I think is 1,000. I think. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's 1,000. And it might be 1,100. Maybe. It could be in that neck of the woods. Anyway, in Canada, it's 1,800. And if you're lucky, you could get like a, a, shitty, a shitty version of it uh, for... 1600 or something like that so comparing the two your three to six hundred dollar difference between a 7900 xdx and a 4080 and you get eight gigs less vram so unless you're somebody that desperately wants some form of ray tracing which i don't care about because i'd rather play raw 4k uh than uh have to rely on dlss to push ray tracing um unless you're in that neck of the woods it doesn't really matter. And then if you go up to the 4090, which is what a lot of people in the States are doing, because the price difference between a 4080 and a 4090 in the States is not so egregious for the amount of performance that you get that most people are just saying, fuck it, I'll just go the whole way. If I'm going to go to a 4080, you might as well just go to a 4090, which is insane, but here we are. Um, that card in the States, I think, is... I think 1700 
or 18, 1700 or 1800, I think. Let me just double check that real quick. I don't want to fuck this up that bad. I want to say that's what it is. I think it's 300 bucks or 400 dollars more than a 4080 maybe. 4090 USD. Uh, let me see. Can I find one that's on Amazon? Okay, I'm way off. Well, maybe not way off. Anyway, it's about two grand to twenty one hundred in the states. So, in Canada, it's like thirty two hundred. <laughs> So, with the 7900 XTX, I'm from a rasterization perspective, which is just straight rendering of a scene, I'm getting anywhere from 80 to more or less matched performance to a 4090, 80% to, to 100% of a 4090, uh, and equal or greater performance to a 4080 with more VRAM for... I mean, compared to the 4090, literally almost one-third the price. So you can see why I went with the 7900 XTX, despite all the kind of, like, the, the extracurricular activity I had to get to, you know, to have it work. And for many people, not to get it twisted, for many people, as widespread as some of these issues are, for many people, they do just plug it in and it works, and it's fine. It's just that the instances of that versus uh, an Intel slash AM, uh, NVIDIA uh, setup seems to be more frequent on average. And I guess, you know, in the grand scheme of things, when you consider the size of AMD and uh, their division versus NVIDIA, I guess you have to expect it a bit. But yeah, anyway, there you have it. I'll let you guys know how it goes over time if anything crazy comes up. But it's uh, definitely uh, been good so far. Uh, And uh, I I like some aspects of it for sure more than even my experience with uh, NVIDIA. But... Either way, if you can avoid upgrading right now, do it. Just avoid it. It's down bad out there. Uh, While Mr. Black is still gone, I will try try and find something in this list that he wouldn't give a shit about that I can talk about. Uh, Let me see here. Let's go with this one. So, in gaming news... Well... I never thought I'd see the day, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't even think Jeff knows who this is. He might, actually. It's been, he's been around so long, he might. But uh, Ben Yahtzee Croshaw, the voice behind Zero Punctuation and an entire generation of early millennial game review content creation, <clears throat> has officially left Escapist Magazine this week after 16 years uh, as a part of a protest along with several other employees... Uh, They've also left uh, at the same time in protest of, apparently, Escapist Magazine firing their editor-in-chief. That I never thought I'd see the day. And honestly, sometimes, it's been so long, honestly, sometimes I forget that Escapist Magazine wasn't just... Zero punctuation. I, I, I never, I don't think I knew anyone that went to this place, this publication for anything other than Yahtzee's shit, I had no idea. But apparently, that's the thing. And apparently, they were willing to bet on, uh, or press the bet button on uh, being able to survive Yahtzee going off somewhere else 
while they try to uh, spin out into some other thing, clearly. So they're losing their editor-in-chief, their number one games content creator uh, of 16 years, who's probably been there longer than any other employee, uh, and several seven other employees, apparently, at the same time. So that's going to be a hurting situation over there, and we'll have to wait and see if Escapist Magazine uh, survives very much longer after this. I was just saying, Mr. Black... Uh, I just, I finished the, I stretched the tech part out to cover some space, and then I just jumped into a, a one of the things in this list I didn't think you'd know very much about, but I'll just ask you anyway, because he's been around for so fucking long. Don't know him. I've already read it. Don't know Oh, you don't know him? Don't know you don't remember is. Yahtzee? No. So you've never, you probably have at least seen one or two over the years. It's been 16 years. He's the guy that had, like, the little, like, if you, if you Google it and you see the, the characters, you'll probably have known or watched his videos where he talks, he's British, he talks really fast and goes through like all of his game reviews in like five minutes. Uh, and he's been around for, he's been six, it's been 16 years. I have to imagine you've at least seen one video in 16 years. Cause he's been so kind of ubiquitous for so long now. I mean, 16 years is like new grounds era, essentially. Uh, either way. Uh, either way, he's yeah. So he's he's left uh, along with the uh, with several others after they fired the editor in chief in protest. And like I was saying, even me who knows this guy uh, in his content, I for I didn't even realize that Escapist Magazine was even doing anything else other than zero <laughs> zero punctuation. So like I don't know what their ga- their big game plan is. They fired their editor in chief, and now they've lost their sixteen year most famous content creator that's been around for longer than probably anyone else of the company, and seven other employees also leaving in protest all at the same time, that place is fucked. I don't know what their game plan is, but it's a bad one. But we'll have to wait and see. And then, of course, just as the last piece for this, uh, as you might expect, for somebody that has as much renown as Yahtzee does, uh, he said while he can't bring zero punctuation the name with him, he's clearly going to continue doing this somewhere else. He just doesn't know what form that's going to be in yet, and we'll be able to, to see it. I suspect the format will be basically identical, just won't be called zero punctuation. If you want to be an asshole in a very British way, he could just be like, he could just call it some punctuation, just to fuck with him. And honestly, I'd be there for it. Uh, so what, they own they own his name? No, his name isn't zero punctuation. That was the name of the series. Oh, his 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 handle is Yahtzee. So Ben Croshaw oh, is his okay. name. Yahtzee is his handle. And he has been solely the zero punctuation guy for 16 years. And oh, so, gosh. yeah, so he can't bring he can't bring that with him. But he can obviously Yahtzee will be his name still, but he will have a different a different thing uh, on the other side of this. And this is just kind of like a, uh, an extension of what we've seen in games media everywhere for about the last two or three years now. Even before pandemic times, a lot of newspapers and bigger publications have been thinning out their, kind of their uh, gaming side more and more, which we've talked about before being a bit weird because games as a media are bigger than every other form of media combined. So it's like a weird time to be firing entire groups of people that back that uh, and bring, for example, Gene Park, who's Washington Post's only guy left. They fired everyone else. They only kept Gene. This one motherfucker is running the entire Washington Post video game section now. And the poor bastards fought cancer twice in the last, like, fucking three years. And he's the only dude left there. But he said... He doesn't quite understand it either, and he's a, he, he, it weirds, weirds him out because he said most of the articles, for example, that he publishes, some of them, or the majority of them, get more numbers instead of in, like actual traffic than any other article written for the paper. 
So he doesn't understand why the fuck they are so hell-bent on firing everyone in games media, but they are. So, we'll wait and see what happens here, but Mr. Yahtzee will be back, and I'm sure it will probably include a Patreon you, you like wanna ours. Know why, you want to you know why people are firing people in games media? Is because it's virtually a useless segment. I'm going to be that guy. And useless in what perspective? If, if, you're hold, if you're trying to generate traffic to your, your newspaper or your publication for the website, right? Everything is based on click rate and, and uh, attracting eyeballs through articles, right? So regardless of your, if you're writing about video games or if you're writing about the, the usurping of Aunt Jemima's maple syrup and turning it into some old weird fucking label that nobody gives a fuck about, anything that generates clicks is all most people are giving a fuck about at the top now anyway. So if your games media is generating more click-through rate than any other segment on the website, it might stand a reason that you need or want to keep those people on maybe not it makes 90 of them but maybe a makes, few yeah. i mean it makes <laughs> sense but at the same time do they make money right and that's what you got to ask yourself is like are these people really worth what they're getting paid and i'm sure they're probably not even getting paid that much yeah. um the vast, well, if they're the not then who is making money if they're not if the ones nobody. making the most click through so nobody nobody Nobody. So every media in general in shambles right now. I mean, gaming media, <laughs> gaming media. I mean, dude, there ain't that much money in that shit, bro. There well, you know what's interesting? There's not that much in like traditional media doing it. I could see having like, let's say three people like at a Washington Post. So Gene and two other people, they used to have way too many people. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Washington Post needs 30 fucking people to cover games media. They just don't need that shit. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, with, with Bloomberg, they've got Jason Schreier, and he's like 90% of the fucking content that comes out of there. You don't need that That's many right. people. Obviously, he's not the only guy there, but they don't have no. a team of fucking 90 people doing games media. Um, but but they should probably continue to have some, obviously, clearly. I'm sure they have some, Adam. Yeah. I'm sure they have some. Um, but it sounds like this guy yeah. said, hey, if you're going to fire all these people... Oh, it was just I'm one leaving. person. It was editor-in-chief. There must have been some really crazy shit gone down oh, okay. behind oh, the scenes. Okay. Yeah, and he and seven other people left all at the same time. He'll be uh, fine. He's going to open a Patreon, and he'll make 40 he'll grand a okay. month, and he'll make yeah. more money than he ever did working at oh, for Escape sure. to Speed. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Which is what I was going to say, is what games media is right now is individual content creators yes. that have their own that's brand. That's what I'm getting at. It's yes. There ain't no money to be made off the backs of these uh, of these individuals or very little. I mean, if you if you are like a Washington Post or New York Times or some sort of big uh, publication, then obviously you're going to pay your main writer a lot of money. Like they're going to make six figures to to do what they do and do well. But to have a bunch, like I have a large team of people just pumping out a bunch of fucking typed up news or the odd piece of content that's put on that's put on your website. I can't imagine the ROI is heavy, if if at all. I wouldn't even be surprised if some of these people are doing work outside of the gaming uh, publication and probably helping oh, them with sure. other stuff just to fucking, you know, to to get use out of these people. Because where where else? Like you ain't there ain't that much traffic. There there's traffic, but there ain't that much traffic for for people to want to get their gaming news on. Mm. On some fucking website, you know what I mean? There might be like one or two top dogs. That's the show. Everybody else is just kind of there. 
Oh, it is. It is very much kind of right now, it, like with games media from a written perspective. Like, but this is the same with any written content of any kind. Is it's a it's a it's like an SEO war, right? Uh, P, and and a way like one way in which the SEO war is often uh, fought is in parking pages ahead of time. So yes. like IGN is the king of all of this media shit. Like as mm-hmm. far as games media and even a lot of movie stuff, IGN is just the biggest worldwide conglomerate. You'll see you'll see IGN already have generated like Grand Theft Auto 7 the video game as a web page and yep. then they have they SEO fucking micromanage that page over time so that they park that bitch at the top of Google forever. Because it's like a first-come, first-serve and weaponized on Google fucking uh, rankings. And so everyone's just fighting for that. And if you're not an IGN or a Washington Post or whatever, it is so fucking hard. Can you do it with certain topics? Absolutely. There are people that make money just generating useless websites that, like, AI-generative fill blog posts for, like, what's the best fly swatter? And then you, like, they make, like, 300 grand a year. Nobody really understands why, but they do. They manage to make it happen. Like, that's, you can do it, but it's so hard if you're in a space like games or movies or yeah. anything like that, crazy difficult. And then again, like, uh, like in this case, it's while there are some people that get paid very well to do it, it's they're few and far between. Some of them will make seventy-five to one hundred twenty-five thousand uh, in this in these roles. But if they're that big and they have a name for themselves and they have they a brand outside of it, they, they can, can do it themselves. They can make way more, way and, more. Way because you can more. take on sponsorship deals yes. and all this other stuff where the, the, you know a lot of the money comes into play and uh, it's very difficult to to match that for a, a company. But I would say then that perhaps what the problem is is that the ways in which these publications are trying to monetize this content is clearly archaic and they need to be able to uh, to move in different directions and do, and 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 be able to abuse the same channels that an individual content creator abuses in order to gain bigger traction, more numbers, more eyeballs, more money. Uh, and, and they're just not. IGN is obviously doing it because IGN is largely a video platform as much as they are written content. You don't see the Washington Post pumping out a whole bunch of fucking video content to try and keep up with all the other shit that's going on. They just want to stay in their lane. So, you know, they don't... Well, and a lot of people don't even in. read, man. That's the thing is people just want to consume. They don't want to... They don't have to put in the effort. They just want to watch a video from their mm. favorite personalities talking about the things that they're interested in. That's Bullet it. points do numbers, though. So that's a thing that's in SEO. Bullet points do numbers. People will show up to read if it's if it's structured in a really specific way. They'll show up in droves to fucking like consume that shit. But for people our age, the majority and younger, obviously short form video content right now and video Bro, content in general is the way, the way to go. I go on a gaming website or even a movie website and it's a written long ass fucking novel of a, of a read. <laughs> oh, you're I checking out that shit so fucking fast, bro. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. That's oh it. yeah. I'll, oh, I'll for read sure. the headline. I'll scroll through. Maybe there's a quote. I'll see that. And then I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. 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 Oh, exactly. So, no, I'm, I'm very similar over there. Godspeed. Uh, Microsoft is partnering with in-world AI to develop tools to help developers create AI-powered content in games, including stories, quests, and, of course, characters. So, not that that's a surprising headline. I mean, everyone's going to be working towards this in some way, shape, or form. Um, and I think many people, even if they don't like it, understand that this is kind of like 
this is the direction in which shit is going anyway. To what degree it's it's used and how is the is the bigger question marks. Um, I like the the things that I think uh, that at least for me, from an AI perspective, I don't necessarily feel like I want to be playing games where AI has assisted in writing a story. That just seems bad. Just hire somebody that knows how to fucking write a story, for God's sake. What the fuck are we doing an AI story for? But if you're going to tell me that you got tools to create NPCs that can interact with the character in a more real-time uh, situation where they can, they can react to almost anything said to them. Like, there are... Um, uh, there's uh, somebody that has modded, for example, AI into NPCs in games where you have your microphone on your computer and you're just talking to the AI, the NPC in front of you, and then they're using uh, text-to-speech on the back end or speech-to-text on the back end. Then the AI parses it, writes out text, and then spits out audio in AI voice back out of the NPC so you're having conversations with, with NPCs. Stuff like that, I think, would you know, in the grand scheme of things for stuff like open world games could be useful. But I'm particularly intrigued with what they, what developers will actually use AI for, uh, similar to, I'm sure, what you're interested in and how far they'll take AI in movies and how much will be used to try to find efficiencies. And and speaking of which, we're going to get to it, but they've, they finally fucking signed the, the, the deal uh, here this week, which a lot of that had to do with artificial intelligence um so what we'll have to wait to see is what kind of tools this is producing but i don't know how do you feel i mean you don't play a lot of games but like in terms of movies or just content in general how do you feel about about no not ai doing it by itself but people utilizing ai for certain things are there lines for you where you start to think ah i don't think that would be as good as if you just had a person do it or or do you have or do you not just give a fuck as long as the end product is good you don't care how it happens like do you have a stance on any of that not just for games but like you know movies tv because it's going to be everywhere like it doesn't matter where like music movies it doesn't matter it's everywhere so do you have a, a take on that have you thought about that at all um yeah i mean my my gut reaction is i hate it all like mm. i just i'm not a fan like of top to AI bottom at, like top to bottom don't like it something there's just something about it that makes me uneasy yeah um and i'm not talking about like doomsday ai taking over and we're all gonna it's a terminator and skynet and fucking whatever it's not that at all it's it is the the thing that 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 scares me the most and it's not just the video games or movies it's just as a whole is corporate america if it saves the money, they're going <laughs> to abuse the fuck out of this. I mean, they just are. They yeah. just are. And it's going to be less jobs for real people. Um, and I think at least until AI gets to a point where they can understand human emotion, it's it's going to feel, it's just going to feel like, it's going to feel hollow. You know, it's kind of like, going out on a date with that dime piece and you're like, oh man, this is amazing. You sit down and you can't, you can't get anything out of the person. It's just no small talk. Just, just, yeah. You're just <laughs> constantly trying to create conversations when it's just a individual or AI that is just not real. 
it 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 has the beats but there, there there's no substance and i feel like we're going to get what i what i personally think is going to happen whether it is in music movies television video games all of it is we're going to venture down this road and they're going to push it until the people push back and we're going to get a whole bunch of garbage it's going to be like the marvel shit right where it all starts to look the same sound the same they've got like you know this this undertone of bullshit that they want to pedal out to you and at the end of the day they just lost the magic and you'll have the odd thing that's like oh okay see where you're going with this i like this but then you're quickly reminded that this is just ai bullshit and ultimately it's going to make the end product worse that's my gut feeling who knows maybe for the first time in human history we can we can use an advancement in technology appropriately tastefully to add to the product to make it better but i think they'll suck every dollar out of it giving us a shittier version of whatever it is because it's cheaper, it's faster, and you know it's it's less headache. But the end goal, the end user is going to have all the headache in the world, and everything is just going to feel soulless. That's where I think we're going. I think we're about ten years out from from that level of soullessness. But I think you know over this next five years, we're going to start to see some pretty high uh, experiments. We're gonna we're gonna people are gonna put out an album. And then you're going to find out like a month later, it was all AI. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it was, was all like, AI. There, there was you've like been, the, Drake, the Drake and Yeezy yeah. shit that they've already done. Exactly. And it basically sounded identical. You know, you're, this this what's going to happen, right? And, you know, it is what it is. We'll see. Is, I, Ye, is Ye the first rapper to do an entire AI project, send it out uh, like of his own, and then, and then no, mention like six months later that it was? I don't think so. I think he's just too full of himself. <laughs> like fair. he's not going to allow <laughs> AI to yeah, that's true. maybe make better music than he does or not make as good music as he does and then make his image look worse. So who's the first, who's the first one do you think who's going to take the fall? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just, I don't think it's going to be anybody <laughs> uber famous like, uh, but I, I think there'll be, there'll be some, some artists that'll do it. And then, um, They'll get called out on it, and they'll get shamed for it, and then people will be like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't do this," but they'll still do it. They'll they'll have music at least the very least. Songs are just going to be written by fucking AI. Movie oh, scripts yeah. are going to be written by AI, and then a human's going to come in, and they're going to go, "Okay, well, I'll put my touches on it. You know, yeah. I'll I'll change this part, this part, this part, and kind of sign it off as my own." But we'll see. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. I'm really kind of tired of even talking about ai as a whole because it's all you hear this is only the beginning i know i know (laughs) oh fuck me i think i think for me so my stance on it is that my biggest concern even if it was let's say like you were mentioning utilized in such a way that in which like it was uh you know like you were saying we didn't abuse the fuck out of it you know for for hitting the bottom line kind of a kind of a situation even if that's the case, my, my biggest question is always, what is training the AI model? Where is it getting this information from? 
Because right now, a lot of the biggest problems that we've we've seen with AI is that as, as intelligent as it can and sometimes, or more often, not be, the stuff that it's pulling from is just shit that already exists. And then it's it's not really it's not really making transformative, you know, alterations to, to any of it. It just kind of stitches a bunch of existing shit together and and spits out an image or a video or text. And to the point where you can see like when they're when you're doing images and stuff, you can see where if you knew the source material, you'd be like, well, this is just it's basically just pulled from from this fucking thing. It's not creating anything on its own yet, I guess is what I'm getting at. And I don't know when and how it would even get to a point in which it creates on its own and does not need uh, to to just pull directly from. And some people would say, well, in the world of art, you know, every you know nothing is new. Everyone has references and whatnot. Um, and that's true, but they're not, they're, they're infrequently do they go ahead and like take a piece of trace paper and just fucking trace, trace entire pieces of it and then just like color the things for a different shade of green. Um, it's not quite the same thing. And even if that was the case, you would think that we would want to, you know, if AI was supposed to be able to do what humans can't do, then wouldn't you want it to be able to create new shit that didn't rely on just pulling referential shit from everywhere uh, and just copy-pasting and uh, pasting it in some, like, weird mosaic of of, yeah. of copyrighted material? Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not really a fan of it, generally speaking. I know it's, I just know it's coming, and I will be very interested in how different video game companies if we're talking about gaming specifically will utilize it and uh, our next topic will uh, you know interestingly enough the guys over at rockstar talked about ai in the sense of how it could be used to improve things like the the grand theft auto experience i think like you were saying there will be some pushback from people and i think that will determine how video game companies you know decide to go about this or how open they're going to be about it Versus hiding it behind closed doors. So moving on to that next piece, Grand Theft Auto 6. So we had we had heard a, a rumor that, and this was back in September, that sometime in October, late October, the 23rd, 24th, they were supposed to have an announcement about GTA 6. That was some sort of leak from a relatively uh, well, you know, well-known source. And they were off base, but not by a hell of a lot, about a month. So they, uh, it appears that with Jason Schreier, who we were ironically just talking about earlier, announced that there was, uh, you know, some good source that, uh, that we were going to be getting information about and possibly even a trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6, uh, very soon, uh, like within the month and sure as shit, a couple days later, uh, if not the next day, Rockstar tweeted out and said, Hey, not how we wanted this to get out, but yes, <laughs> that is happening. Uh, and of course that tweet immediately got like five or 600,000 fucking likes or some bullshit. Just about friggin' took over Twitter for uh, six or seven hours as everyone was talking about Grand Theft Auto 6. And of course it's happening in the 25th anniversary window of Rockstar as a company, uh, is next month. And so that was like the idea they're going to release information on in a trailer for in December, Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, my guess is perhaps Game Awards is when we're going to see that trailer would make sense unless they're going to avoid that and just say, fuck Jeff Keighley and just release it on their own. (laughs) But I don't know. Either way, it won't matter. I'm sure Jeff Keighley is currently, if he hasn't already, is wanting to pay half the budget of the entire Game Awards show just to have that trailer 
show up uh, yeah. on, the, on the show. You make a lot of money. Yes. For, for the first time in forever. Yes. Yeah. So I think we've we talked about it a couple of times before, but now we know it's 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 coming. Do you have uh, estimations on when you think? Uh, are you thinking twenty four or twenty five? Twenty five. Twenty five. And a year twenty five, like a holiday twenty five. I think I think spring. Okay, it's spring twenty five. I think t- spring twenty five. Okay, but it gets delayed. Oh, and it gets de- and it gets delayed, and it goes to Christmas twenty five. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, and uh, is there anything? From like an RP perspective, if you were still going to be doing RP at that point, I don't know, even if recreationally, uh, you might not be your job anymore, but maybe you're interested to do it occasionally. They're getting more involved, apparently, with the RP stuff in this next game, Rockstar uh, is. They're, they're, they're putting their hands on it instead of letting it be completely community-driven. Is there anything that you would, now that they're involved, that you would hope to see that isn't already part of the system? Or are there concerns that you have with them getting involved uh, with RP? Or do you think it's just going to be more or less par for the course, but in a new game, regardless if they're involved or not? Um, well, I mean, everybody gets super excited when uh, when Rockstar bought out um, basically like 5M, like all mm-hmm. of the the stuff that the that, that runs much hosts all of the different online stuff and it's not just rp right like rp is a it's i'm not going to say it's it's a small segment but it's not the majority the majority is on gta online people just go yes, on yeah they fuck around they just have fun they do you know the rp is is if i if i had to put a percentage number it's probably less than 20 percent mm-hmm, um mm. of of the actual servers out there that that you know that that are large and whatnot, but I, I mean, I saw this coming. I called it out when everybody and when everybody was, uh, oh yeah, it's amazing. Rockstar is you know all big things for role play, and I, I told people I said, whoa, 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 you know, Rockstar isn't spending all these millions of dollars to lose money. They're going to monetize this. They're going to control this, and. They've already they've already made announcements. You you know in no pixel, and I've been saying this for years. Um, you have to remove all copyrighted assets, and I mean the amount of mods, like even some of the mods in some of these servers, are stolen. Um, not no pixel in particular because they have like a their own dev team and things like that, but I'm talking about just as as a whole. But in no pixel, I mean. You've got, you've got, you know, real life cars and then they debadge the cars and you can't even do that. They're saying, no, there ain't no debadging. No, you can't. Well, they wouldn't because the car manufacturers would be like, uh, 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 they're going to be like, uh, 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 you, we don't, our cars don't go in this game unless Rockstar is paying a large licensing fee, especially like Porsche. Also, Porsche's crazy friggin'. Yeah, and, and not only that, some of these some of these car brands don't even want to be associated with this shit. They don't. They don't. They don't want to have a, a ten million dollar viral video of somebody in a Lamborghini running over a bunch of pedestrians and shooting and selling cocaine out the back. No, you know no. they don't. You know some comp- car companies don't want to go near that. Right. So, um, and that's fair, you know, and it's fair. I mean, you know, it is what it is. So it's not only that, then, you you know, you've got music, you've got, you've got clothing customizations of 
all this stuff. Not only that, a lot of these servers like no pixel make millions of dollars in, in charging people what we call tickets for whitelist to get in, to get into these servers. You think, you think rockstar isn't going to want to tap into, um, this, into this money. And not only that, they, they're going to want to control it. GTA five has been a game has been a thing for what a decade <laughs> longer. Yeah. About a decade. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It's like, it's, it's been like 10 years since, the, Maybe, since this was game it, came was out. It or some 2013 shit. or 2010. It might've been 2010, bro. I don't know. You'll have to look it up, but one way or another, we'll say, we'll, we'll even say it, say it's been 10 years. Say it came out in, it was in 13. So it's been 10. Okay. It's been 10. Yeah. It's been 10 years. This game has come out. It is one of the most, selling games of all time still sells like crazy today yeah rockstar is going to charge every single person that wants to play online there you're you're going to pay i'm not going to call it a battle pass but you're going to pay a yearly or a monthly subscription to their to their rockstar launcher or whatever the hell they got going on or when the game comes out, it's going to be very, they're, they're going to have a regular version and then they're going to have like a fucking a luxury version, whatever the fuck they're going to call it. And within that, you're going to have like the first year of services and blah, blah, blah. They're going to tap into this. So do I think it's good or bad? If anything, I think it's probably a good thing than it is a bad thing. Simply because Rockstar can set a precedent Everybody has got to abide by the same rules. Um, but with that being said, it gets scarier for the servers because at any point they can just pull the plug. They can just be like, no, you're done. I don't care how much, how many millions of dollars you're making. I don't, maybe that's even a problem. Oh, you're making too much money. You're gone. Oh, you know, um, maybe there's a streamer or a content creator on YouTube that has got a, a rough past or have done something in public and they're the they're, they're the main squeeze for said server and they don't want to be associated with this individual gone uh you know maybe there's things that are being done and said the way role play happens or gta online stuff and it comes to rockstar and they don't like what's going on gone i mean they can that that part's scary because if if it, I'd be more nervous if I am a server creator and this is how I make my living and this is what this is this is what I'm based off of but as for a content creator or a a, a player I don't think you have much to worry about um but I think the ones that are making the servers they're going to have to watch what they're doing big time um and uh you know it's going to create some waves do I have a problem with paying 4.99 or 5.99 a month to play GTA online. No. And I don't think the vast majority of people that play online are going to, and it actually might deter some of the fucking shit lords that go on to these servers. If, if there's, if there's monthly money involved, right? They might say, okay, fuck this, like whatever, but it is grand theft auto six. We're probably going to have this game for the next decade. And they're going to want to control what is being done out there. So I think overall it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a positive thing. But I, I think people are, are grossly underestimating 
the level of corporate fuckery that Rockstar could do at at a dime. And from the moment this game comes out all the way for the next 10 years, I am sure that we are going to talk about on the podcast, all Rockstar pulls the plug on this, on this, or they do this, or they change their terms to this, and you can't do that. And people are going to lose their mind, and Rockstar is going to try have to try and figure out where they can push it, where they can't push it. But we we will see. Also, when it comes to role play, even if the game came out next year, there ain't going to be no role play servers for a while. There's a lot of modding that has to go on. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be set up. You're looking at at least a year after the game comes out before you get anything that has any real substance. Now, that doesn't mean that people can't go on to uh, random servers and and act, you know, role play out some whatnot. But if you want a cohesive, ran, community-driven, modded, you know, with admins and all this other stuff kind of overseeing everything, you're at least a year out from there. So, and, and that's even if this game even comes out next year. I highly doubt this game comes out next year. To go from your first trailer, the first time that somebody's seen the game that you've been working on for a decade, we're going to get the game within 12 months? I don't think so. I don't. We're going to have to. We're going to find out. I I wouldn't even. Again, it's going to be a trailer, but will they give you a release date? I don't uh, think so. I, I think they'll get a release date. Now, whether the release date so. will be next year, I don't know. I think you'll get a. I think you think you think they'll you, you think they'll give you a, a date. I don't know if it'll be a day. I think they'll give you either a month, a season, or a season, spring or fall, yes. or okay. Yes, yeah. I don't think they're going to give us a date. I think they're going to give us a, a a a month or a season, depending on how big of a window they want to give themselves for this. Now, somebody in chat did mention this, and it's true historically. Rockstar does once they've shown off a trailer, they don't they're not they're not like somebody else in this list we're going to talk about here after this topic where they put something out and then you wait a decade for the, for the game no. to arrive. Uh, no. but in this day and age and with the size and scope of GTA 6 and and with what they're trying to do to it, you know, versus their games historically uh, or the ones that came before it, it might necessitate some more time, but they also don't want to wait forever to show off the game. I'm sure they're trying to play the the you know the hype uh, and 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 stay in the you know. Now, granted, they don't need to. I mean, you saw what happened. G, like, Rockstar puts the tweet out, and they have five hundred, six hundred thousand like, in like an hour. So they don't yeah. have to be. They're not like other companies where it's like, all right, we need to have. You know, a, a fake fucking uh, a fake leak that leads into an actual nah, release bro. that leads into the nah. so that we can keep our shit in this, you know, the search engines for nine months up leading up to the, they don't like they don't nobody. They don't need that. They just show up and go, hey, guys, we have a game. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck, yeah. And then like, all right, it's going to come out in like two years. And they're like, all right, great. See you then. And then it comes out and it sells 40 million copies. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of where they're at. So they're in a unique yeah unique position in that regard but we'll have to wait and see and we don't have to wait that long mr black next month we're going to be able to see uh what uh one what the game looks like i'm excited just to see it i just want to see it what has rockstar been cooking what are they going to choose well, I mean, to show off leaks. in this first I mean, one we saw some leaks so we kind of yeah, know what it looks like lord knows how fucking old that shit is and what like what that like what the end product is really going to look like compared to what we're seeing from that and and my so, guess is my guess is is it is going to feel like a letdown. I feel like 
I feel like there's going to be a lot of hype, and the the thought of a new Grand Theft Auto is going to be incredible, mm-hmm. and I'm sure the game is going to be fantastic, especially from a campaign standpoint. The I mean, it is basically a sandbox game. I mean, it's fucking, it is, it's incredible. I I will give them that, but I think from a graphical standpoint and the look of it, I'm I'm guessing that it's going to feel like a bit of a letdown, but it won't matter. Because it's Grand Theft Auto 6, and it's going to be fucking incredible. But I don't think it's going to be like the greatest graphics we've ever seen. Holy shit, this looks... In, this this. I think it's going to look great. I think it's going to be a nice upgrade from what, obviously, from 10 years ago. Um, in a big way, but I, I still... I'm still trying... I'm still going to be curbing my expectations from a graphical standpoint. It's going to be... I don't know. I think the biggest leap will be... Um will be how much, I mean, this is going to sound really generic, but, like, how much detail the city has, uh, and how far, like, and the draw distance will be the big, the big differentiating factors. If you look at, let's say, you know, the new Spider-Man game that just came out, and you see them, like, I'm sure you've seen video of swinging through the city, and you're seeing Uh, how much shit you're seeing, because how much they can stream... Uh, into the game at a time now because of the of the of the storage and stuff that these new consoles have and whatnot and all these efficiencies, like that. But Grand Theft Auto is mm. what I'm imagining. Uh, you know, you know, you're going to be able to fly a plane and shit like that. And so you're going to fly. You imagine flying a biplane and you're seeing shit like like Spider Man, but maybe even better. And I would hazard to guess it might be better. And the city will be bigger, more than likely. You know that's good. that by itself would be impressive to me. I, I don't think I don't think you're wrong from a graphical perspective. Just seeing it in action, it, it's probably not going to be. It's not going to be the the leap that we got obviously from three to four. You know you don't you don't get these graphical leaps. I would say the one that comes after six, so seven, when we're fifty years old, and like ray tracing and all this stuff is like is real time path tracing everything in real time that everyone has access to and not just three people with a 4090 running it at 30 fps at 1080p once we get to that that's the next like massive leap yeah. and yeah. that's a long way away so this one's like a it'll be it'll look good oh yeah but it, i think i i agree it's not going to be like generational mind fuck yeah. in in that way who and knows maybe fine. it will be maybe it will be who knows it's rockstar it's rockstar exactly there's a chance exactly. there's there a is chance. a fucking chance there it's is a, a chance. It's, it's a bigger than a small chance, I suppose. At the end of the yeah. day, it is. It I'm is just Rockstar. curbing my expectations so that I'm not that I don't feel let down, and that's fair because I already know the game is going to be incredible. It's just yeah. like, what is it going to look how, like? How incredible? How incredible? <laughs> it's not just is it going to be. It's it's how incredible. We're on the incredible scale. It's just how yeah. far up that that incredible scale are we going? Um, and I'm just going to throw this out for Rockstar. I'm still waiting for Rockstar presents Table Tennis Two. Get on it. Dude, the internet's gonna blow up though if they're like, "Yo, bro, this shit's coming out in 2024." Imagine if they said up. this shit's coming out today. Ho 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 ho! You want to break the internet, bro? Hey. That breaks the internet. That's that's bro. a bro 25th imagine- anniversary announcement. Oh man, can you imagine the amount of copies these fuckers would sell? Oh. Just- Everybody and they dog would be FOMO in the fuck. Everybody would be quit. There'd be everybody calling in sick from work. It'll be like the the there'll be so many sick calls from work that people are gonna be going, What the fuck? Are we going back into a pandemic? Be like, Yes. 
<laughs> we are. It's Grand Theft Auto 6, <laughs> and it's out now. There is 0%. And you know this because you would have already seen the shipments. The stores would have already been know- known about this. The websites, everybody. The shit would have been leaked. But I still think it's going to be hype as fuck after, like, motherfuckers, this shit comes out, like, October 12th, 2024. Oh, yeah. If it's just, if it's dude, a year dude, away, people, it's still. A year, less than a year away. Yeah. You'd be like, bro, okay, I'm in. Pre-orders available now. Do you think maybe, the, oh, do they do a pre-order available now? They might, or they might, there might be a special edition thing that you can get. Like, and are you, you sticking know, to first. your $119 uh, expectation for the bump up from the standard oh, yeah. edition? Oh, yeah. This game is going to be more than 100 bucks. No doubt. No doubt. You want to talk about quadruple A? This is the this quadruple, is quadruple A, A, A Yes. This yeah. is it. Yeah. And now I saw another thing yesterday that they reportedly spent one to two billion dollars on this game. Well, we were right. It's somewhere in that neighborhood. One to two bill. Yeah. Uh, billion. They'll make it. They'll make it back. You fucking right. They'll make it back. Oh yeah. They're, they're gonna, gonna make fucking, it back, bro. They print. They printing billions, bro. <laughs> they the Rockstar. Rockstar still making that more than that a year off Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> Now, <laughs> these motherfuckers are guaranteed going to make that money back. They could have spent mode. $5 billion on this game, and they would see a return on investment over time. Guaranteed. They're gonna, they, this, this game is going to make a lot of money. It's going to have a fucking hell of a price tag. So just strap oh, yourselves yeah. in. There'll, oh, yeah. there'll be some sort of bare bones one. There'll be some sort of bare bones, but it'll be bare bones. But so there, pay- there'll be options. I'll, I'll piggyback uh, another piece of the news here, and then I'll ask you a qu- one follow-up question for Grand Theft Auto. So Super Mario Bros. Wonder officially became the fastest-selling Mario game of all time uh, as of this week, selling 4.3 million copies. Not shipping, meaning they didn't... This is not... It went to stores. This is people physically buying the game. 4.3 million copies in the first two weeks. It's the fastest-selling Mario of all time. Obviously, it's not done there. That's just the first two weeks. But my question is, GTA 6, first two yes. weeks, oh. how many How many say... I'm not asking if it's going to be more than this, although it will oh, be. Okay. But, like, what do you think the first two-week sales figures for, for GTA 6 will be in millions of units? In the first two weeks? Yeah, not shipped to stores, but sold, actual sold units. Over all platforms, so we're talking. Yes, which will be PS5, PC, PS5, Xbox, Xbox. Yes. In the first two weeks, fifteen million. Fifteen one five. I think that one, was that was the number. That was the number I was going to sit on. Fifteen mil in the first two weeks. Five. That in was two that was weeks. Yeah, I could, that was my number. Same thing. I think it will be. And it's going to be more I think, than 10. It's going to be I think it will 10. be probably 7 mil on a PC, 5 mil on a PlayStation 5, and the 3 mil to the Xbox. Okay. I ain't got, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get that deep into Xbox will be the is. least of all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. PC By will be the most. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's going to be a lot of copies. It's going to be a lot of copies. At a hefty price tag. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Uh, it was N7 Day this week, uh, Mr. Black. That's, if you don't know, that's November 7th of every year's N7 uh, Day, I should say. 
Uh, and uh, it's Mass Effect Day, N7, you know, in the Mass Effect universe. Uh, we got another set of teasers that built into a, eventually, that got pieced together to form a short trailer, or teaser trailer, revealing what appears to be a new villain on top of now knowing that Shepard, Commander Shepard, is in fact making a return for this next game, which we've talked about, I feel like, in the past being a good idea because we need to forget that Andromeda ever fucking happened. That game didn't exist, we don't need to talk about it. Uh, what is... I'll say this, this is where we're doing, and this ties in, like I was, I was saying to, to Rockstar, traditionally, when they make an announcement, you know, or they show a trailer, a major trailer or whatever, it's usually not that far off. They're not saying, oh, it's going to be four years from now or some shit. It's, it's one, historically it's been one year. So if this is two years, I think that's probably the first time it will ever have happened that way. I think it'll be 18 months. I think it, I think, I think it's going to be just over, I think it's going to be just over a year. So maybe between... If they announce this now, I'm I'm thinking 14 it's to be 18, 14 to 18 months. Mm. That's my yeah. guess. I could be wrong. They, this shit I mean, could come I, out next year. I, th- I mean, I'm, I, I, it, you know what? I can see scenarios in which like today, next year, 18 months. I can see all three of those mm. happening. Oh, not today, uh, but okay. um, <laughs> uh, now that being said, so I they could put see. This, Sorry, no, I could okay. see Grand Theft Auto Five going Next spring. free to play. Oh, going that free could to be. play. Oh, like a combo announcement. Boom, Boom. free to play oh, okay. everywhere. If you haven't experienced Grand Theft Auto Five, go out there, do it. It's free. Boom. Then the uh, the announcement for Grand Theft Auto Six. Okay, that I can see happening. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it wouldn't shock me if there was some sort of combo announcement of some kind. It's the 25th anniversary. There's probably yeah. going to be, you know, a, just one more thing kind of a situation there. That wouldn't be shocking. Yeah. So I agree with that. Uh, with this with this uh, Mass Effect thing, and granted the, the trailer looked great. It is CG. It's just whatever the fuck, right? Uh, it's... This is like the third time now that they've done this. Like, we've been teasing on teasing on teasing for years now. And so people are going, when are we going to get a little more than, than our balls tickled on this bitch? When are, we, when are we getting some solid information and not just a seven-second teaser trailer? Mm. Uh, and as it turns out today, we, we found out that it is currently, I don't know if this is out of the horse's mouth directly, but it is currently estimated that the next Mass Effect game is set to release in 2029! Five, we'll call it five years. Five years from now, and they've already been tickling our our balls. Yes. We'll be in our 40s, Adam. Yes. Five years. What? That is some, I have in my notes, that is some Elder Scrolls 6 announcement type shit, where they had that in 2017, and it ain't coming until 2028, 2029? What the shit? No. Anyway. Stop it. Next. Don't even announce a game if you're a decade away. Like, what are you doing? Just fuck off. I think that tells you where Bioware is right now. They're in shambles. Why would you even make an announcement for that? Like, stockholders. Point. All right. That's the only thing I got. Is they're just they have to they have to keep like they have to say that they're doing something and then like keep the fucking. That's it. Because it ain't it ain't to get people excited. You're like, oh, 2029. What? What are you doing that to me for? It's crazy. Um, we've jumped around a little bit here, so let me just make sure I didn't miss anything crazy. No, no, did that, did that, did that, did that. And now just, oh, here we go. 
Um, just earlier today, Mr. Black, about an hour and a half, two hours ago, Steam announced the OLED Steam Deck. Following in the footsteps of the uh, the OLED Switch, although that was just kind of, you know, it was bound to happen at some point. Uh, no performance increase, uh, but it comes with a, a slightly larger 7.4-inch OLED HDR display. I think the LCD is 7, so you're getting like a half an inch difference. Uh, but just like penises, half an inch goes a long way. Hey, man, ain't no one complaining about an extra half inch. No, nobody. 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 Listen. If you took a million men <laughs> and you lined them all up and you asked how many people here would like an extra half inch? Every hand. I would imagine. Every hand goes there up. Might, I, I'm going to say there, there'll probably be, out of a million people, about a hundred weirdos. Or it'll be like Mandingo would be like, bro, if I get an extra yeah, half bro, inch, I'm going to pass out. Get, yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty much everybody else. They're taking that half inch. <laughs> absolutely They're taking that half inch bro. every time and so in this instance you got a half inch bigger handheld screen give it to me what do you got so that's an oled screen with hdr capabilities by the way which is an interesting addition as well so colors will be really great contrast all that kind of stuff that oled has along with hdr capabilities uh now there are two models for this a 512 gig and a one terabyte i would say that this should be one terabyte and two terabyte 512 gigs is about a video game and a half uh, right now, unless you're playing exclusively games from 10 plus years ago, or you're playing predominantly little indie games. Uh, If you're playing anything else, which I gotta be honest, most of what I'm seeing people play Steam Deck games with, they are relatively beefy fucking games. I don't know why they're choosing to play these fucking games on this console, but they do. They're like, how can I manage to play Starfield on a Steam Deck type shit? Um, so if that's the, you know, the case, I mean, shit, new Call of Duty is 200 fucking gigs for God's sake. If you get the whole kit and caboodle, like the campaign, the kingdom, you know, the multiplayer, everything else. So I would like, I would have liked to have seen, especially since this is a new, a new model, a one terabyte, two terabyte, but they have five, 12 and one terabyte. Uh, and they still have the expansion capabilities if you wanted to do that, of course, but comes out November 16th. So this is a, a, a you know, just within the, uh, the next week. For 549 USD and 649 respectively, it's a hundred dollar difference for 512 gigs of storage, which is a straight kick directly to the fucking nutsack. That's insane. <laughs> 512 gigs for a hundred dollars. I can I could buy an SSD or I can buy like a micro like fucking uh, card with three times that storage for that much money. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, but. Whatever the fuck. Also, for $100, most people are probably just going to buy the one terabyte version. I think that's why they're doing it the way they're doing it. It's like the the bullshit, yeah. you're, you're this close, you might as well go the rest of the way sales tactic. So, uh, either way, two models for that. And also, alongside of this, the LCD models, The I think there's three of them in total right now, they are getting a price drop uh, as well. Um, and, I, and those will drop to be anywhere from one to, I think, $200 less than these models that, uh, are, are OLED variants. Uh, this one also has, along with that bigger display, a bigger battery to, uh, extend the playtime. It went from 40 to 50 milliamp hour or whatever the hell it is. So that will be a pretty substantial boost in battery, uh, battery life, uh, for anyone that plays it. And, uh, so we'll have to see what the, the new on times are, but nevertheless... I have to ask it as a joke. 
Mr. No. no. <laughs> Fair ball. Yeah. Fair ball. Uh, last piece of news. Uh, that big PlayStation shift into live service games. We talked about that a couple months back when Jim Ryan came out and said, yeah, we're just going to do a whole bunch of live service shit, and we're going to release, like, 20 of these bad boys in the next fucking, like, seven years. So that's not going so hot. Big shocker uh, on that one. But uh, unfortunately, it's not going so well. They've revised this strategy and announced now that only six titles are aimed to be released by 2025's fiscal year. And I just have my notes here. It looks like some of Jim Ryan's strategy is leaving with Jim uh, Jim Ryan. Uh, clearly his strategy was not doing what they were hoping for, and now they're making alterations inside after he has stepped down, in quotation marks, from his position at, uh, at the company. Uh, and so I'm going to say everyone liked that. Less live service games, good. <laughs> so most people are probably going to be happy about that. Uh, but, uh, nevertheless, there you have it. And that, ladies and gentlemen... Is it for video game news? Which means it's time for mm. Mr. Black to sell out a little bit for us. Mr. Black, take it away. Yep. It's going to be uh, patreon.com slash leg TV. Head on over there. Throw some money at the screen if you want to support the podcast directly. That is how it's done. We have also sent out all of the merch to all of the people that uh, I've, I've been having some people come into my chat and been saying they've been receiving the tubes. So, um, you know, oh, good. They're making it, yet, it to their destination. That's good. They That's are. Good. They are. I've had a few that have said it, and I'm sure that there's still some long in transition. Yes. Uh, but uh, one way or another, thank you to those that have been supporting the podcast for I don't even know how long now. I think we're probably going on the sixth year we've been doing this. Uh, um, yes, this is. Well, this is year six currently. So going okay. into middle of next year would be would sometime would be the seventh the seventh year. All right, well, um, I don't know what's crazier, <laughs> the fact that we're still doing this or the fact that you guys are still supporting it. So, you know, one way or another, keep supporting it. We're going to keep doing it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Uh, you can support for as low as a dollar a month. So you can go all the way up to, you know, if you got that that oil money, you just go ahead and, you know, sprinkle it in there. Just go ahead and sprinkle it. Um, also, if you've got enough money for a cup of coffee a month, you sure as shit can afford NordVPN, I'll tell you that, because it's half a cup of coffee a month at Starbucks. It really, it is. Use the promo code OTT. Head on over to nordvpn.com slash OTT. Use that promo code. Get a massive discount plus four extra months which brings the average price a month down again. Mm. Stay safe. Stay anonymous out there, guys. AI is going to take over sooner or later. <laughs> it is. All right. We're, we're seeing, we're seeing the cracks in the, in the, in the, in the cement, as some Americans say, they say cement. <laughs> Where is this? Going? They don't say cement, but you can see the cracks in there. And you know what? When there's cracks, it means things can sneak in. They can see beneath the cracks. And you know how you get rid of that. Well, you patch the cracks up via NordVPN. And you stay safe out there. Because when they're peeking through the cracks, well, you want to put something there that isn't actually there. Like your IP address. Like your location. 
You see where I'm going with this? Do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> sort of, yes. Continue, continue. Them AIs will go rampant, man. They'll start infecting your PC with malware. Well, NordVPN. Well, they got a thing called threat protection on the desktop app that comes with your service. You run that in the background? <laughs> malware? <laughs> Is that all you got? Just a little bit of malware? You, well, you're here to slow down my PC? You're trying to track my cookies? I'm the cookie monster when I got NordVPN on. Just eating all the bad away. And you can use up to six simultaneous devices off one account. 30-day money-back guarantee. Don't like it for whatever reason. Get your money back within 30 days. Mm. No questions asked. Just, okay, hey. And you know when they're offering you a 30-day money-back guarantee, they get, they they know their product is the product. I use NordVPN. Adam used NordVPN. We've been using this for years. True. I haven't had a single problem with NordVPN. I have had, in all of the years that we've been promoting, whether it's my personal channel, Lag TV, I have had one person, one, complain about NordVPN. One. And you know what their complaint was? What's you that? know you know what it was? What, what was it? I actually don't know. You don't know what the complaint was? No. I don't either. <laughs> now that I come to think about it, I think it was a troll. <laughs> it wasn't real. It was AI. Oh my god, man, come on! Oh. <laughs> head, on head on over to nordvpn.com slash OTT. Guys, use the promo code OTT. And if you go ahead and you get a subscription, take a screenshot, send the email to lifesaglitchtv at gmail.com showing proof that you use the promo code that you got a subscription, and give us a StarCraft II replay of your choice. Will cheese fail, normal ass normal game, 2v2, 1v1, I don't care. We'll cast it, guaranteed. And we got more to do. People mm. have been sending them in. Mm. We're going to be recording some after this. So if you ever wanted a guaranteed cast, that's how you do it. Plus, you support the ponsor, the, the sponsor, the sponsor, us, <laughs> and yourself all at once. Use the promo code OTT, NordVPN. Let's go. Beautiful. And now it's time for... Movies and TV. It happened, Mr. Black. Finally, it happened after like almost 200 days. It was 180 or something like that, or 160 something. I don't know. It was somewhere in that neck of the woods. It's getting, it was climbing towards 200 days. They finally reached a conclusion. A deal has been struck. Mm. SAG AFTRA and crew uh, hard fought out on the lines. For a long time. And finally, the studio said, fucking uh, fine. I just want to buy another yacht. Shut the fuck up. And so they signed off on a deal <laughs> that will still allow them to make tens of millions of dollars every single fucking year. Uh, while other people will be able to make tens of dollars every year. So everyone's happy. Uh, it seems. Uh, and more importantly, the AI stuff was a big part of that. They got a, uh, what appears to be you know, so, you know, something that, that they were happy with, a nice happy medium. I can't wait to see how studios manage to gray area the fuck out of that to avoid actually, cur you know, 
kowtowing to anything in that contract relating to AI. They're going to try. It's going to happen. But at least it's done. And most people seem happy with it. Most of the actors yeah. that have been on the picking line and stuff, everyone seems to be happy with it. So that's that's a positive at the very least. And uh, it's a shame it couldn't happen earlier because now we get to wait until fucking whatever, March for Dune 2. I was all ready to watch Dune 2 and I got to wait. Bunch of mm. assholes. Execut- executives out here ruining my fucking winter season movie. The one, like I watched two movies a year, you fucked it up. Bunch of bastards. But there you go. So that's done. Things get back to, to normal and uh, we can all breathe uh, you know, a sigh of relief for another, you know, probably seven, eight years until this comes back up again. And odds are they're going to go on strike because the studios aren't going to want to pay any more money and the whole cycle continues anew. Um, upcoming Marvel Blade movie, Mr. Black, was announced to, uh, to be confirmed to be rated R. Thank God. And shout out to Deadpool for making this possible. Just want to throw that out there. Deadpool being rated R and doing as well as it did, I feel like, is the reason why we're continuing to get other R-rated Marvel-related uh, movies. And Blade in not rated R? I mean, come on. What would you even be yeah, doing? No. <laughs> what would what would even what would what would that even look like? Not good, I can tell you that much. Whatever it would be. Mm. Uh, speaking of not good, Nintendo announced they're developing a live-action Zelda movie. Hmm. And if that wasn't enough to already turn your stomach, let me tell you who's attached to the project. Wes Ball, known for Maze Runner as the director, and produced by Avi Arad of Venom, Morbius, and Spider-Man 2 fame. Mm. Wouldn't say it's the pedigree that I'd want for a live-action Zelda movie, but here we are. Mm. (laughs) I don't know if I want a live-action Zelda movie, period. I don't care who's attached to that shit. You could put Bill fucking Murray in... Actually, that's a lie. Bill Murray played Link in a live-action... I'd watch the fuck out of that. But, I would rather this just be animated. I think this would do so much better fucking animated. Why are you doing live-action Zelda? What the fuck are you thinking? Stop, no, please. And then you come out with these two? These two guys? Mm. I mean, no offense. But Jesus, come on. What are you doing? Morbius? It's Morbin time? <laughs> Maze Runner? Budget fucking Katniss Everdeen? Bruh. Bruh. We'll wait to hear more information out of it. Uh, also, we got a trailer for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. I don't know if you saw that yet, Mr. Black. No, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, it looks, uh, you got a trailer. Trailer looked fantastic. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. It looked really good. Uh, builds off of, I believe, Afterlife. It was the, what was the one that came before this, right? Uh, yeah, and, and that was actually a good, that was actually a good was Ghostbusters a good, movie. Yes, I Did heard it was. It? I haven't seen it yet. No, I, it's I haven't. It's good. Yeah. Like, I watched it, um, I watched it on the plane going to Spain, and, uh, I was like, holy shit, man, I'm kind of pissed I didn't watch this in the, in the movie <laughs> in theater. Because <laughs> I was just expect because the, the Ghostbusters before that with all the girls, that movie was ass. That was fucking awful. Awful, awful, awful. This one, this was like real Ghostbusters. It, Felt was, it was good. Authentic. It was good. It was well acted. Paul Rudd was a good choice to, to throw oh, in Rudd there, too. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, he's charismatic. 
And um, I like that it, it had serious tones in it, but it still had the playfulness of Ghostbusters. So like, you got to have that. Yeah, it was like it was like it wasn't say as cheesy as like Power Rangers, but it wasn't as um, serious as like uh, I don't know, like some of these horror movies that come out. Right? It was mm. like a mix between some some kind of dumb childish type shit but just enough you gotta imagine they're trying to like grab some new blood right so they want younger you know people they probably want the parents that watch ghostbusters that have kids definitely good for us like it's definitely it's got some good callbacks it's got some it was like just the right amount of fan service and then just the right amount of right amount of camp and cheese Mm. but then just a good amount of like it, it had some heart to it it was it was good so I didn't see this trailer, but I'll definitely go to the theaters. See that one. And see this one because the first one was, was uh, or I guess the last one was pretty good. Yeah. So Billy Boy's still in there. Murray, he's in the trailer. So Bill Bill's in there to some degree. Uh, and uh, I believe, what's his name too? Oh, shit. The uh, black guy that came in at the second Ghostbusters. Uh, I, can't re- I can't even remember his character's name right now off the top of my head. You know who I mean, though. Oh, I don't know. The Black Ghostbuster, you know who I mean. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think I also saw him in the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, uh, he is. yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah so, uh, I said this in the notes, I said, I know it's never gonna happen, but, you, but like, I and I respect the shit out of it, because when he left, he left left, but I'd still love to see Rick Moranis just walk across the fucking screen for five seconds. I know it's not gonna happen, and like I said, Ernie Hudson, that's his name. And uh, and I respect the fuck. When Rick Moranis said, I'm out, he meant it. That dude left left. <laughs> and he, and all of that, I respect it because he left when Rick Moranis was huge in the 90s. Except for when he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like, too, because then he was not huge. He was small. But otherwise, his star power in the 90s was actually substantial out of the 80s and into the 90s. And then he yeah, said, but didn't he, I'm going to uh, raise my kids. Yeah, didn't he... Um, his wife passed didn't away. Didn't, like, his wife passed away. Exactly. Yeah, and he said, and I'm just going to leave and go raise my I'm kids. i be dad. Yeah. Respect, Rick Moranis. You got to respect that, bro. You got to fucking respect that shit. He made his millions. His wife passed away, and he said, hey, I got, I got a job this opportunity. Yeah. This is it. This is it. There's no more honey I Time to play kids. the greatest role of my life. Boom. Fatherhood. That's it. Went out there and did it. What a god. But... But, you know, part of me, nostalgic, would always want him to just, like, not a huge role, but just, like, five seconds, Rick fucking Moranis there. But, you know, it's Maybe not going to happen. Maybe he's yeah. in it. We just yeah. don't know. Sigourney, yeah. I think, said that she wasn't approached to be in it, so you're not going to see her uh, as, a, as a cameo. But uh, either way, I'm, I'm happy they eventually got to do it. I'm sad that it took so long that, you know, um, what's his name? Um... Ramus, um, uh, fucking, uh, who plays Egon, he passed away. Um, he, uh, you know, they, I'm, I'm sad it took so long to get the wheels moving that we didn't get a proper all three of them on screen together. Again, Harold Ramus, thank you. Um, you know, that would have been really cool. 
to get that kind of a thing. Because other than Star Wars, that would have been one of the few, like, this movie came, or this series is loved by everyone 30 fucking years ago or more. And to have all three of them come on and have, like, their, their shtick to hand over, you know, the baton, you know, for this franchise would have been really cool. But unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't you know, the, the chips didn't fall that uh, that way. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing this. I still have to see the original, or the last one, I'll see that one. And, uh, and, and we'll go from, we'll go from there, I guess. But it seems like it at least obviously did well enough to, to get them to come back for this one. So we'll have to see if it continues further than this. And that's all I've got for movies and TV. Unless you've, uh, unless you've spotted anything in the wild or you've been watching anything in particular. No, uh, I haven't really watched fuck all. I think the last thing I watched was, uh, the new Saul movie. Um, oh God, you subjected yourself to that dog water. really good. It was good. Bro. It was good. This one Those, was good. They're just gore porn, good. bro. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it... Oh, 100%. That's really <laughs> what it was. This was definitely the best Saw movie I've seen since, like, the second one. Okay. Because um, it, was, it was actually, like, a bit of a movie this time. Like, there was, like, a, a story and some development, and there were some questions that were answered, and it's, like, a sequel to, like, number two... So it like kind of so deletes a, a lot of the garbage and it kind of, okay. yeah. Um, for Did it switch movie, directors a bunch over the years? Oh or? yeah, dude. They've, they've had all kinds of different fucking shit, but this was, this was back to, I mean, it's very predictable. If it, I honestly, if it wasn't predictable, it would have been the best Saw movie ever made. How do you make a Saw movie not predictable at this point, though? Is that even possible when you've had like nine yeah. fucking movies? Like, no, can you? I don't think it. I don't think it is possible. And the thing, the I think the part that hurt me was like, I I immediately called it out. Like, there's a certain part in the movie where something happens, and I'm like, "Yep, this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen." And lo and behold, there it was. That happened, and that happened. And, you know, it was still good, but it was like a bit of a letdown. I wish they would have taken me for a, an M. Light Shyamalan, a ding-dong, a twist. But instead, it was just like a generic, shitty twist that you just seen coming. And, yeah. <laughs> so that's the only movie That's the only movie that I've seen uh, as, as, of, as of late. So that's it. Mm, I don't think I've seen... Uh, anything crazy. Em and I were watching, now that I beat, uh, Cyberpunk, we were watching the, uh, Netflix animated show that they did for it, Edge Runners, and that's been, that's been really well done so far, so I'll watch that, um, I think we got, like, two episodes left, and that's about it, there's not really a hell of a lot on the services worth watching right now that's, like, a movie or something, like, we watch more, honestly, we watch more documentaries than we watch movies these days there's just not that much going on uh at the moment but there you have it which means it's time to move on to tech support patreon.com slash lag tv the uh, place to go if you want to support the podcast and the starcraft content and keep the uh the train moving five dollars or more a month gets you access to a few things chiefly you get to ask us questions each and every week on a post i put up on the patreon page called tech support where you can ask us questions and we give you questionable answers let's see what we got this week uh oh i don't know uh theta i don't i know jeff wouldn't have the answer to the to this 
I barely know if I have an an answer to this. I don't even know if I do. I've, I've looked this up before. So Theta asks, explain it to me like I'm five. What is the difference between uh, a, a, these are genres in gaming, a rogue light and a rogue like, which sounds so similar that in conversation, you often, oftentimes you don't even know what the fuck the person is referencing. Um, I really don't fucking know. I, I mean, like, like it's, it's there. And honestly, they're so similar that I don't know if it fucking matters. <laughs> uh, the fact that most people, when they hear it, don't immediately know means that they're too similar in the first place yeah. and they don't probably need to exist as separate entities. I mean, if you're just taking it semantically, the rogue light probably means that, um, it's a rogue like, but with slightly less mechanics of a rogue-like game and then a rogue-like is the next step up where it's not the original but it is a similar fucking concept but it's dumb they're dumb fucking names for genres it's fucking dumb as hell uh you just i've never understood it either i've definitely looked this up in the past before trying to figure out what the hell the difference is i think the secret is they're not that different uh, some people might complain about that answer but Roguelike and lo- roguelite, that's the answer. Uh, Volkus asks, have you ever been to HowCon? I keep meaning to go, but I always miss the no. deadline for tickets. I no, have. I have you gone? No. So I went, but in fairness, I went because it was part of the gig that I was doing at the time for um, for the local TV show um, that I was doing the game code for a few years, two or three years. And uh, so I went there based on doing that shit. Uh, well, I don't think I, I like I've never gone on my own to just be a, a walking around on the show floor kind of kind of thing. Uh, it's cool. I, it's grown over the years. It's gotten a lot more, uh, you know, I think on average it's gotten it's gotten better every year. Uh, I've, I met when I was there. I, I got to meet lots of uh, of cool people that were involved in movies and TV and, and whatnot. Um, anyone from. Harry Kim from Star Trek down through to fucking Hodor did friggin' a DJ set uh, at Hellcon one year uh, as well. So like you can meet, you can you get the chance to meet some people for sure that are very interesting and uh, and uh, and that's always nice. Billy D Williams was there from Star Trek, uh, Star Wars, sorry, uh, Lando Calrissian, uh, and uh, yeah, you get all sorts of people coming through there. So like any convention, you get like convention goers, like the 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 celebrities that are at the twilight years that do the circuit. And uh, but it's always kind of fun to to meet them. And there's lots of good artists and shit too. So if you're somebody that likes custom artwork related to movies, TV, gaming, things like that and you prefer doing that, that's a great place to get it. You go there, and then, like, the artist corners that they have or, like, the whole venue, uh, you can get some really good stuff there as well. So, yeah, I'd say it's it's good. I also met Johnny Young Bosch, who was the Black Power Ranger for a while and a prolific voice actor in uh, games and, and anime. I interviewed him uh, there, too. So, yeah, anyway, it was, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, go if you're interested. If you're a convention person in general, it's the closest thing that we've got. To like any real convention here. Uh, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Danish! One of the guys apparently who got his physical merch finally. You're mm. welcome, Danish. It only took 50 years, but you got there. <laughs> Said many thanks to Jeff, Adam, and Kayla for physical merch that I received last week. 
hit me up with the sound of being done for good or done that physical merch for good. Thank, Thank fuck. fuck. <laughs> Never again, bro. Never no. again. Not yeah. if we're the one shipping it. If we're working with a company that does the, sh- okay. the like, then yes, sure. But not any of this shit where we, we like, do the custom no. posters, the custom pins, no. and shit. No. It, how much was it, like, a $750 uh, dollar bill? 731 That's for these ones. That's, that's for these ones. That's not including the, the ones other... we've already done. Bruh. No, bro. That was a negative. We might have lost neg- money on that. We might have lost money on that. Might? <laughs> Might, might have oh, been a misstep on that one. <laughs> Guaranteed L. That's a that's an L right there. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, let's see here. Uh, wait, what? This is the one. This might be one of the most random questions we've ever had. But okay, let's go with it. The Jubinator asks which Star uh, Starcraft Brood War unit. Would you invite to your summer barbecue, and which one would you never invite in a million years? Uh, to my summer barbecue. Okay, the one I'm never inviting. I'm never inviting one of those scourges. Remember those things? Oh, the little yeah, the flying little dudes. Yeah, yeah well, like they're the, just gonna the fucking, blow everything up. They're gonna blow everything up. You can't bring them in. They no. touch anything, they explode. Yeah. Uh, which I'm surprised they don't have in StarCraft Two, but. Probably a balance or a unit problem. Like that. I, yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, and then the one that I am inviting. Oh man, I'm bringing. Um, oof. I'm bringing, bringing Bob a, the Zealot. You're bringing Zealot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm bringing Bob. Yeah, Bob does. He, he does work hard. He deserves. He does. He deserves. He deserves. You know, to be invited to the cookout. I would say, um, Bob. But then, who would I not? Uh. Hmm. You know, I'm bringing a. Um, I'm bringing a Goliath. <laughs> okay, Goliath. I miss Goliath so a, much, bro. I'm bringing a Goliath, man. Goliath was such a badass fucking unit. Yeah, Goliath online. Like fuck a Thor, bro. Fuck yeah. a Thor. Bring back Goliath. Bring back Goliath. Or even yeah, yeah. I think the closest thing to a Goliath that we have in StarCraft Two is the is the Viking. So when the Viking lands and it when it it's walks, kind when it's of it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a. A Thor a is really just a big, a big fucking version of it that's slower moving than a Goliath yeah. shoots oh, air. Oh, then again, a Viking can't shoot at air when it's down bottom. No, a, I think Thor is basically could. the closest thing we yeah. have. Or a stalker. Um, you know who I'm not going to invite? A dragoon. Mm. They'd never get yeah. to the fucking table and they'd fucking yeah. flip every other table in the place. They'd just... Yeah, they just yeah 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 we got we we got the stalker instead, which is a far better. Uh, yes, <laughs> I mean Jesus, man. They're For not those drunk. That didn't play brood war, <laughs> and and you tried you tried uh, maneuvering them units around. It's a gamble, dude. It's a straight. You gamble. literally had no idea where those dragoons were going to go. It did not you matter how have, specific you were being. You you could have a very clear path, like that. You know, sometimes you're on a map, and they got like they got just weird a straight run. And, shit, and then some sometimes a. The, the armies will like split and the AI is like, oh, this is the faster path. No, this one, 
Dude, you could have a straight up, you could be on a on a on a runway at the airport. And you could run them bitches up there and you'll have three or four of them that'll just decide to go to the grass. Just off. Just what are you doing? There is nothing there. What are you doing? You have them bunched together and they're trying to attack a fucking a unit. Oh, bro, you mean oh. they just all they do is sit there in the background just just dancing around. They're doing nothing. You know what, though, in a weird way, I think that in a weird way that helped the balance of the Dragoon. Because the Dragoon is so fucking strong, it hits like a fucking truck. And so if it, if it passed perfectly, I think you got a problem. Because now mm. you're just steamrolling fucking absolutely everything with, with those Dragoons. Also, they were also really tough to kite. Like the, to 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 micro. Well, they had a like, range attack that went like half the fucking map. Yeah, and and you'd stop, and then it would like kind of like sit there for a second, then it'll shoot off its thing, and yeah, yeah. you couldn't ju- you couldn't just like attack, stutter step, attack. It was like well, you had no idea when Whoa. it was actually going to fire because sometimes exactly. it would take like this like a few more extra like you know frames to figure it out that it wanted to shoot. It's fucking weird. It's a weird unit, man. Yeah, it was it was a it was a a mess. Um. That being said, love the sound effect for the Dragoon, like the voiceover mm. for Dragoons and shit. Yeah. Uh, all of the voiceover and sound effects are actually better in Brood War, period. That's just that's just yeah. the reality of the situation. But they did a good job with some of the voice packs. Like, I have, um, I have um, Alarax. Um, uh, yeah, you've voice. got the John Delancey one that's, yeah, like, that constantly telling that- you you're a fucking waste of, of air. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You fucking dumbass. Build more pylons, you piece of yeah. shit. Didn't mean to put that there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just sits there and talks shit all day, and I just fucking, I just get mad sometimes. I just tell him to go fuck off sometimes. Like, man, oh, fuck off. Funny enough, also, uh, he's he's done he's done uh, stuff here in Halifax, too. Hell Const of John DeLancey, uh, who plays originally most well-known for his Star Trek role as playing Q in, in Star Trek. Uh, Marky Mark says, uh, you're at, or asks, I should say, your local community college has asked you to give a guest lecture of two hours, Jesus, on a topic of your choice for a business course, what will you talk about? Real estate. I think that's a no-brainer. <laughs> it's an easy one. For two hours? Fuck, what the hell can I... What would I want to talk about for two fucking hours about business without killing myself? Uh... I'm going to go with That's a long oh. presentation, 2 hours. That's a long. What the fuck can you fill 2 hours with? That's a long one. I mean, I could fill it, but it's a long one. <clears throat> I'm going to go with I think I could do a solid 2 hours on on PR. And how and how to interact with with customers now, uh, depending on the but but that depends on on what you're in. I'll say gaming to narrow it down because that changes depending on what market you're in. Uh, I'd say that's what I'd go with for two hours. A lot of people, the problem, uh, like I, you know me, I fucking hate bin it. I fucking hate that shit. It's it's fuck. I hate it. I hate it. With passion. Fucking hate it. I love um, it. 
I fucking hate it because it's mostly just people trying to pretend that they're more intelligent than they are and using a bunch of words and doing a bunch of shit and stepping on other people along the way when most of them are worthless that don't actually have any value whatsoever uh, and uh, hold on to their positions through mostly just old boys clubs and nepotism and it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. I fucking hate it. Are there lots of good people in business? Obviously. It's not 100% one direction, but I hate, I fucking hate, in quotation marks, business so fucking much um and when it comes to you know interacting with customers and and public relations and shit like that there's it's like you get you get to a certain a certain point in the world of business and they just they literally forget the customers are human beings at that point they just look they just see numbers and that shows when you see how they interact with them in pr like they just like like nobody, like the whole boilerplate responses and all that, that doesn't work anymore. People will fucking string you up in public for that shit. We've watched it in gaming. We've watched it happen tons in the last like five, six years. People are over the, over that shit. You can't get away with it. You actually need to understand that these are, are people on the other side and not just a fucking number. But because most of these companies are run by like 45 to 55 to 65 year old dudes, uh, that are running it like they would have if this was 1988 and they were all still blowing coke up their nose. You get a lot of the same shit that they did in 1988. And about the only ones still pulling that off properly uh, to make uh, any money, and honestly, I think it's mostly just because of the, the primary property being Call of Duty, is Bobby Kotick with Activision. Everyone else has failed and been fired multiple times over now. So I don't, it's, there's a very short list uh, uh, for that. So I'd say probably that for two hours would be, would be something that, uh, that I could, I could do. I think it's like the one thing in business that should probably be looked at more carefully in general, or, oh, you know, you could easily fill two hours with business, a uh, business ethics. Christ, that'd be a fucking cakewalk. Imagine just using Blizzard as a friggin' the Bill Cosby room. You're like, all right, we got two hours to cover why the Bill Cosby room was a bad fucking idea. <laughs> here we go here we go or riot why sexually assaulting your female co-workers isn't the number one way to have success in the workplace something like that might be easy to fill two hours with <laughs> with two um uh here's uh, related to what we were talking about earlier to a degree bork chop asks if you had to live in the universe of any rockstar game which one would you pick gta 5 red dead 1 uh bully oh there's a call out that not everyone would have said red dead 2 etc etc vice city bro give me vice city talk about the 80s mm, give me vice yeah. city yeah yeah i gotta go vice city as well bro that would be fun yeah i think that's the one i think that's That'd the one be fun uh what in the fuck is this question this is like this is the fastest way this is the fastest way to like to to burn to burn uh viewership bridges so let's do it that's what we're good at mr black ace high asks mary fuck kill germany italy spain (laughs) germany italy and spain yeah i mean i am oof I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm marrying Spain, I'm fucking Italy, and I'm off in Germany. And not for that reason that everyone's thinking I at know, home. I, yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, I'm probably killing off Germany. Um, I've been there. Oh, then again... Spain, the Italy. country in Spain is beautiful, the food, the food oh is amazing, God. the women are 
Oh my god, yeah, Spain. I was gonna fuck Spain, but like I kind of want to be with Spain. Forever. You can long term that shit. Yeah, I'm marrying Spain. <laughs> You know what? I'm fucking Germany, man. Okay. And I'm killing fucking Italy. Okay. All right. God. I mean, Spain and Italy because are, you know. Because you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Italy just. Italy feels like a place I'll never go to. Okay. And, and if I do, I'd probably be doing like the, the, the European tour type shit, you know, where you stop at a fucking, you stop at all these other places. And I, and I really believe in my heart of heart that I'm not going to connect with Paris. I am not a particularly sightseeing type guy. Mm. Um, unless it's something I'm like really interested. Like if I went to Japan, I'd be totally into that because it's such a huge culture shift. But yeah. like with, with Italy, I feel like, yeah, there's going to be some cultural differences, but I think it's going to be so, there's going to be so much tourism there's going to be, it's just going to be a bunch of shit. I'm not really big on going and sipping coffees and eating baguettes and fucking eating you're cheese. Talking about, and, he's talking about Paris, but he's not meaning Paris is not in Italy. He's just talking about conceptually. He knows he's never going to go. Conceptually. Yes. Correct. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not the whole European thing. It's not really my thing. I'm not like, I'm not a backpacker. I don't want to go through all that stuff. So, but with Germany, when I was there, and I was only there for a few days, it felt like I was part of the culture a little bit there. I could go, like, the the, the area that I went to, there was, like, new sausage places all the time. Uh, they, they had stuff on beer. They had lots of, like, Donair-type uh, foods that I, you know, like. The, the people that I spoke to were really nice. The Berlin Wall was much smaller than I thought it was going to be. I, I thought it was like this big, gigantic fucking wall. I was like, well, it, was. Of a fucking, it was. It was. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, there really wasn't much to see. Um, and, you know, to be to be frank, man, the German women are nice too, bro. Oh, I'm not saying they're not. Don't get me wrong. Just they're preferentially, nice. Spain. Oh, it's not even close. Spain is like a... I mean, I'd fuck some of the dudes there, and I'm straight as fuck. I know. I'd at least think when about you it. mentioned when you mentioned when you came back from being there for a time, and you were like, "Everyone's so beautiful." What the fuck is going on? Bro, bro, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Dude. It's like everybody looks so good. Yeah. Everybody's thin. Everybody looks like they. But not like, like but a, not like a coat hanger. No. No. no, 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 no coat hanger, but we're talking no. fit. We're yeah. like fit. Yes. Like just, and, and it's sunny there. So like everybody's got like a little bit of a tan. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of color. And it's like that. It's, it's, it's like this Spain color. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just, oh, bro, it's on another level. It's on another level. So, you know what? I'm switching up, man. I'm keeping Germany alive <laughs> okay. because they make great fucking cars too. Okay. Paris right. on the other hand. Was it We're Paris not talking Paris. It? No, it was or Italy. Italy. Yeah. Italy, sorry. I mean, Italy has Italy some nice cars. Has, yeah, they do. <laughs> but they're small. And you know what? I like things big. Okay. And I, I, like, I like my German. Yeah, let's be real here. The Germans, they make good shit, bro. Oh, of course the they Germans do. The Germans make good shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They make quality fucking good ass shit. Yeah. 
Paris? Nah, fuck, fuck Paris, man. What, what are you hung up on Paris for? It's Italy. It's the other. Or Italy. <laughs> Fucking, because somebody <laughs> typed Paris in the goddamn chat. <laughs> Italy, fuck Italy. All right? I'm sure it's a nice place. But you, you're, you're leaving me no choice here. I Listen, have zero desire to see Italy. Italy and Spain are very, like, I'm not saying culturally, but, like, in my mind, the close. So that I'm just giving it because it's the, the, mm. the, the, it's, it's. Mm. I can't kill off the AMGs, man. I can't do it. That's fair. They I got the autobahn. I couldn't. I couldn't kill off Ferrari. Ooh. <laughs> I could because I, I just can't afford one. So I'll get fair. rid of one of those. That's I can, fair. Get, a, okay, I can fair. get a. I can get a fucking Mercedes or a BMW or something. Ferrari's getting I a little fancy. <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting no Ferrari. <laughs> Mad Kiwi asks: Sweet or spicy barbecue sauce? Yes. At the same time, sweet, sweet and, and spicy. spicy. Yes. yes. Give me a little bit of that. Give me that. Yes. Give me that. Uh, give me that sweet taste with that spicy like yeah. thing at the end. That little yeah. tang. Give me that. I'm all for that, bro. Give me sweet that. Sweet and spicy. You know who did a pretty reasonable job of this? It wasn't a barbecue sauce per se. Uh, uh, was back in the. I don't think they might still have it, but Boston Pizza's Thai chicken bites. Mm. Did you ever Last have those? Oh yeah! Last time I had those, man, I had the shits. I can't eat that anymore. Them well, I haven't bites, had them. I haven't had them in like literally a decade or more. So I can't. I can't. It's they're basically like little Thai popcorn chicken things with like you but know, strips uh, instead of strips like a inst- exactly a ball. like long strips. Yeah, but they're smothered with that you know Thai that, sauce. Yeah, and that's Pretty the good. sweet and the spicy, and that's you that know give me give delicious. me that. Uh, Dr. Samurai, for both of us, any update on Stormgate? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything new to talk about there. He said, I saw no. the new video trailer from two weeks ago. Thought the showing was much better. It was. That probably should have been the first one. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Blainer says, or asks, you wake up in the morning and realize that you've swapped bodies with, uh, with your better half for the weekend. What do you do? Swap bodies? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing the obvious, right? Obvious, like, yeah. You gotta, you like gotta. Obviously, I'm finger blasting myself. I'm fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm jamming whatever I can up this cooch. Let's see what it feels like, you know? Let's just see what, what it... What See what it feels like. Whatever I can get my hands on. Uh, just any random object. Uh, yeah. We'll make it work. Uh, I mean, that's obvious. I'm flicking the bean for sure. And I'm probably doing it more than once. Oh, shit. Outside of that. I gotta be honest. Everything else about being a woman is probably fucking terrible. I just gotta yeah, keep it Yeah, exactly, bro. I'm, I'm not really finding any other redeeming qualities. <laughs> um, that, that like, you know. When I say when I say redeeming uh, qualities, I mean like things that I'd be excited to be in a in a female. Everything body else is for. basically just the same, but you don't have the benefits of being a dude. So it's like yeah, you, like you know, I'm, trust me, I'm not going to suck no tip or anything like that. But I'm 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 flinging my bean and I'm fucking <laughs> finger blasting myself for sure, for sure. Every dude is man. Every dude, every and and like in the opposite, everyone's super interested. Of course, dude. If if a chick, the thing is, if a chick goes into a dude's body, right? Yeah, she's got more shit to do. Yes, 
You know what I'm saying? For one, you're stroking one off. That's guaranteed. Uh, that's the first ten you're, minutes. You're playing with your balls. You're fucking. Yes. You're doing all. You're doing all the. Things. You're asking the question. Does it really hurt that much if I get flicked in the balls? You're finding that. Yes. Out. It, oh, it does. And then yes, you're, you're regretting it out. immediately. You're doing that. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're a girl and and you woke up in in in, in your better half's body, I mean, you're you're probably picking up shit. You're like, how fucking strong am I? Yeah, yeah like, you're gonna try this true. out. Yeah, like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna jump as far as you can. You're gonna try and sprint as fast as you can. You're gonna pick up shit. You're gonna go and grab like that jar of pickles that you can never open. You're just gonna fucking open it just because you can, right? Superpowers. Yeah, hell yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I can think of. If I was a dude, I'd be the first thing to. I mean, I am a dude, but if I was a girl yeah. tr- turning into a dude, but a, but a guy becoming a girl, I mean, I'm just flicking the bean all day, bro. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I am fucking around. Like, what else am I gonna fucking do? What else am I gonna do that I can't do as a man? Oh shit, yeah. yeah. As a as a as a as a as a female, maybe I'll take a few selfies. You know, and put and put um, the the filter on because you know if dudes put on filters, bro. Listen, fellas, that's a hurt. That's a hurting situation. If you're, if you're a guy and you're on Instagram and you're posting a selfie and you've got a filter on, that ain't it. That ain't it, bro. And it's just going to be that immediately salty if she's in my body. She's going to go, "Why does everything hurt? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does?" Why does absolutely everything hurt? Why am I low-key angry all the time? What's going on in this body right now? Story of my life. (laughs) I'm one walking grain of salt. (laughs) Pretty much. My doorbell just rang. One sec. You got it? Okay. Um, It's probably my parents or something. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, I agree. Pretty much everything. It's the same because really, what else? What else? What else? Uh, and that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the last question. So all we got for this week, which means it's time for us to move on and cast some StarCraft. So we're going to go do that. And so we'll leave you with it. And until next week, thank you very much for stopping by. Hit the uh, follow button if you are miraculously here for any reason. Somehow, the YouTube algorithm, against all odds, has placed this in your... Th- basically zero. It's but zero. on the off chance... Hit the follow button. Hit the bell icon. The whole nine yards. Hit the like button. Everything else. So just, just in general, click a bunch of stuff on the screen. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, you can look forward to support StarCraft. And until then, uh, patreon.com slash lag TV. Go spend your money. Peace! Peace!